Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola from Macworld. Joining me remotely are Jason Cross and Michael Simon. Hi, guys. Hello. And the most important man in the room, as I like to point out, this week is our producer... Adam Patrick Murray. There we go. Not Daniel Masoka. I'm sorry. You have the the lesser interesting <laughs> video producer, Adam Patrick Murray, so, right here. But you, so. but you have three names, so that's right. Cool. You know, I, three I, first names. I, I try to step up Dan uh, at any point that I can. So you know, I, I needed to to do something to differentiate differentiate myself. So. Here, here we are. Dan's on vacation, but Adam, no, the he's reason not on why, vacation. Yes. Uh-uh. No, he's <laughs> but he's the reason working. why Adam is the most important man in the room is because he he's checking our Twitter and YouTube feeds. We're live on Twitter and YouTube, and he's looking f- out for your guys' comments and questions. So, if anyone in the audience has something to say, please let us know, and Adam will chime in and let us know what you guys are thinking. Because we got a lot to cover yeah, today. Nothing important happened this week. So. Yeah, it's gonna be a snoozer. Yeah, we really need your guys' comments because we don't have much to talk about. It's just a thing called WWDC that happened. That's happening. Oh, I thought we were talking about Computex. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could. If oh, anyone, I, wants I just to got bring done talking about Computex <laughs> on PC World. So, so let's, let's do that. Yes. So Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference is happening as we speak. It's all this week in San Jose at the San Jose Convention Center. It's the big powwow of Apple developers, and Apple shows off some new technology. The For the rest of us, there was the keynote that happened on Wednesday. Uh, I Monday. was there uh, along with a lot it of was, other it was, people. It was Monday, Roman. Oh, see. <laughs> so I was out yesterday, So and, and so my brain's a little tired. So uh, please, I, I apologize for everything in advance that I'm going to say from, from now on. So... Uh, but yeah, it was Monday morning. Uh, it was uh, a pretty interesting keynote. As uh, Tim Cook said at the beginning, it was a lot of f- focus on software. Uh, so Apple covered its OSs. It covered iOS, macOS, watchOS, tvOS. Uh, no audio OS. No. <laughs> Is that a real thing? So. It is. That's that. That's the HomePod. Um, oh, right. HomePod software, whatever it's called, the HomePod uh, OS. Is so. it? I, they did. They change the name. Because they just run iOS. Well, it uh, that that's the that's the old, the underlying thing. But Audio OS is technically the the HomePod part of it. Oh, flavor of it or whatever. Yeah. Huh. So, but um, yeah, we they didn't every mention day. that at all. HomePod, I don't think even came out of anybody's mouth <laughs> during <laughs> the two hours. Right. So. <laughs> But if, why uh, was that? Uh, don't they usually do like a "Hey, look how good it did" kind of mm-hmm. recap, right? They do if it's doing good. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Also, yeah. you know, it is a developer event. I don't know how much third-party developers have in terms of like HomePod stuff. I, I right. I have no idea. Like, yeah, know, I think I, unless there's new stuff that developers have to be aware of, they're just not going to cover that a lot. Right. I yeah. think if there were stuff developers could do with it, they would certainly right. talk. Right, about right, it. right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, yeah. So there was a lot to cover. Um, and if people watching have any, what you know, what was your lasting impression of the uh, keynote? What stood out to you? Uh, what are you excited about? Let us know in the comments. And I'll just throw that out there to Mike and Jason and even Adam. Who is paying attention to Computex? <laughs> you know, I I did watch about the first half uh, of WWDC yeah. keynote. Uh, I 
I got to say, I really liked the uh, the Planet Earth homage uh, at the beginning. You know, as a, as a cinematographer, it was beautifully done. So uh, the yeah. funny thing is, so I sit. So if people who don't know, Apple tends to do something. They try to poke. I don't know how to say they want to poke fun at their developers, <laughs> but they 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 like to. Kind of was know, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, they were, but they, it was kind of like you know we're not in good spirit. Yeah, it's, it's 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 done in good spirit. It's trying to kind of like you know relate to developers and you know developers you know you know is, are have a certain have certain habits that they have <laughs> and uh the opening of the of the keynote if people didn't see it was basically parrying that and it was like a david attenborough style documentary of the great. developer yeah. and the funny thing was the medium i sat in the media section and there was a lot of people media in the media section that thought it was kind of cringeworthy, but oh, the developers huh. around me loved it. Huh. They were laughing hysterically. They were clapping. And they they really enjoyed it. So, anyways, that that little aside. So, if you want to see it, you can see it online. Well, so. we, I thought for for a keynote that spent two hours only talking about with no new hardware products to announce or anything. Yeah, I thought it was actually pretty engaging. There was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty good, and there was a lot to like about what they said. I, I don't think there was any moment when I'm sitting there watching it, rolling my eyes, going, oh, God, they're doing this, or you know, anything, which is unusual. There's usually something at WWDC where I'm just like, ah, you know, yeah. or just get grossly disappointed by the fact that, like, oh, it's just Macs with slightly new processors. They're making a big deal yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was uh, surprisingly fast paced. You know, the, the the demos were quick and and they they didn't linger on any one feature for too long. I, I agree. I thought it was it was it was engaging for uh, one of Apple's longest. It was it was it was long. Yeah, it was long. It was yeah. long. Yeah, it, I was sitting next to somebody and uh, I was sitting next to Dan Franks. He used to be a MacWorld editor who's now at the Wirecutter. And after the first hour, he he. He nudges me and goes, "That was just iOS." <laughs> it was like a whole hour <laughs> yeah. on iOS. We were like, "But you know, iOS is their big product. That's yeah. you know, it's it's what gets most of the attention nowadays." So, uh, yeah, it, there was a lot. Especially I, the thing that happens with WWDC is that there's there's sometimes a a general letdown by the general public because they don't see enough bells and whistles, but you have to remember that this is a developers conference, and so a lot of this Apple tries to balance it by offering stuff that developers really want to see, but they know that the general public is watching this, so they have to make it they have to i don't want to say lower the bar, but the bars in the you know do you know what I mean it's the bar is a different location right? <laughs> it's not lower, but they have a different bar to to to, to get to with so they they have a tricky thing of like a, a being appealing to the developers but also knowing that there are people like me watching it and going. Huh, I don't get that. But where's where's the bell and whistle? I want to see that. But at at the same token, they, this is this is iOS 12. This is macOS 14. Like they don't hide or or keep yeah, features for true. the fall. I mean, right. they show you everything. Right. They not do. Not they do. You know, new they, hardware for the fall. Right. That, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Something specific to whatever the new iPhone is. Yeah. But mm -hmm. they. Um. I mean, they do kind of 
show you what developers can do with it, but it's definitely like, this is it. This is the consumer release right. of iOS 12. Right. This is what we're going to get right. in uh, September. Yeah. Well, uh, likely September. And I got to say people in, uh, in chat right now, you know, there, there's, there's plenty of features people are excited about, uh, that are all, yeah, you know, consumer facing stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, is there, well, so we'll start with iOS, you know, what, of iOS, do you guys? What, the biggest reception that I could tell from the room was two things: was this, was uh, Siri shortcuts mm-hmm. and um, group notifications, and that got a huge group yeah, I mean, notifications got like a, a huge like response. A cheer and cheer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yes. Like, oh my god, it's about time. Yeah. So, <laughs> which seems kind of funny because it's sort of like there's nothing really glamorous about it. It's totally yeah. a practical implementation, but that's you know that's the room people want really wanted want that yeah the so. notifications were terrible yeah i mean they're just they're awful yeah. so this will help a lot they're just yeah. not doing anything uh, yeah. and it's neat the way they're doing it it's it's they're doing two things they're group notifications and they're doing they're making it easier to make notifications go silent yeah. which is something yeah. you can already do you can go into any apps notification settings and you can say just turn off sound and you can turn off the banners and stuff and it'll just the notification will come in it'll just go straight to your notification history right um but now what they're doing is they're not only are they grouping them and you can turn that on and off by app as well but you can um but if you swipe over in the notification like you do to clear it out you'll get the option to do things like it'll right there on the screen just get you say oh make this a silent notification so hmm. all your notifications from facebook and then it'll, it'll what it'll just do is go turn off sound and the banners or pop-ups so that it just pops into your notification history instead. Um, and both of those things are, are, I think what most people need to kind of get their notifications under control yeah. and just stop this barrage and this huge <laughs> list of things on iOS. Yeah. Well, uh, Mick Taylor over on uh, Twitter says not mentioned, but good second face to face, uh, face for face ID. Uh, Yep. Yes. Right. Jason, could you explain that a little bit? Yeah, there's just a, in the Face ID settings, there's a a thing that they the option says. I think it says set alternate appearance or something like that. Huh. Uh, which I I think is intended to be for well, if you change the way if you change your look fa- fairly dramatically, uh, it's right. not like Face ID learns as you grow a beard or whatever, you know. But if you change your look very dramatically. Uh, especially fairly often, it's going to trick that and they want to let you put it another face in. But it totally works for just a different person. Yeah. <laughs> you could, your alternate appearance could just be another human. And it's, so it's just like having extra fingerprints in Touch ID, except there's only two. There's only your original and your alternate. Um, I but think yeah, most, second face or face. I, I think, think most people will probably use it for a spouse or a, right. or a kid. Spouse or a kid, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you got to watch it though, because you got to make sure that <laughs> they can't make purchases. <laughs> right, right. Because it's not a separate user account, you know. Oh it's yeah, good. so you, I you mean, can't they, lock that they did, out, huh? They allowed, you know, the, the fingerprints. I always had my wife had one, and I had one. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you do you give it to people you trust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a cool feature. My uh, my my wife has a ten, and I'm always you know. Because I can't, you know, I, I like before I could just use my fingerprint. It was easy. Now I got to remember her passcode every time, or shove the phone up to her face. So it's nice to uh, <laughs> to be able to uh, put my own face in. 
So, uh, assuming assuming she lets me. Max made easy uh, over on Twitter says uh, he enjoys the or they enjoy the morning lock screen without tons of notifications, uh, which you know they they talked a lot about mm-hmm. the the whole idea of being too tied to your phone and I mean it's Google just did that recently too you know it kind of seems to be a new trend of like yeah. hey we need to understand how much we're you know having living in our digital lives and be able to kind right. of push that away if we want yeah. That's it's part of their digital health features. It's 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 really cool. There's just a toggle that says, like when you have your do not disturb mode in the settings. There's just a toggle for, uh, what do they call it? Bedtime mode, I think. Yeah. Which just yeah. means that you know, it, um, your notifications stuff will still come into history, but they won't be on your screen until you pick up your phone and unlock it. So if you just pick up your phone or look at it on the table or whatever to check the time or something like that, it's not going to be full of notifications and stuff. Everything's going to be silent. Um, you can exempt apps. Like if you have some app that's an emergency or you want to make sure your calls come through, you can exempt those things. Does, does yeah. that also work for the Apple Watch as well? Like uh, if, if you're saying, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I haven't touched my phone yet, so I don't want to address it, but I already put it on my Apple Watch. Are you going to see the notifications there too or? They'll be they'll be in your history, but I, your your watch won't chime and vibrate. But I don't oh, think okay. it does that anyways when it's out out on its charger. So oh, well, I, but, if you're wearing your watch, yeah. Well, and so, so, your sometimes in do not disturb mode. I, I think your it, watch just doesn't yeah it just doesn't vibrate. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes in the morning I'll put my watch on like first thing you know before I even check my my phone uh, right. as, as I'm getting ready, just getting dressed and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, we actually put up a poll this morning. I uh, we put up a poll this morning. We usually do the poll the day before, but like I said, life got in the way, and I uh, didn't get the poll up until this morning. <laughs> so we don't have as many votes as usual, but we, you know we have a significant number. We have over 250 votes. It's pretty good. Uh, we asked uh, what your favorite new iOS 12 feature was. Of course, we only gave you a choice of four. When we we, we picked what we thought were the major. Not ones. enough, Roman. So, well, Twitter only allows you to have four. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and that's why we want people to comment because yeah, we, we, you know. But uh, anyways, the results were seventeen uh, percent uh, voted for screen time. Uh, 37% voted for group notifications, 34% voted for Siri shortcuts, and 12% vo- voted for ARKit 2, like, and, like, measure, Memoji, and things like hmm. that. Uh, so people are excited my, about My the- vote's for uh, screen time. I didn't participate because I have a I have tweet pod <laughs> that doesn't allow me to do polls. Uh, <laughs> but uh, screen time, I'm, I'm down with. I've, I've wanted that for forever. Is that for well, because right, of yourself being, or for like your, yeah, your kids? That, no, that, that, that's for my son. He's six. Oh, okay. And, yeah. um, you know, he has an, my old iPad mini and we have to set yeah. timers and things so he knows when to stop using it. And, you know, a lot of it is the honor system. And, you know, he's he's getting to the point where he's trying to hide things and sneak things into his right. room and things like oh. this. So it'll be yeah. it's, it's, it's cool that we're going to be able to, you know, just go on our phone, lock it out, lock down apps, lock down times, things like this that he uh, won't be able to get to. Yeah, um, and that you can do it by by type. You can say, okay, yeah. you can only play play games this much, huh. but mm-hmm. you can use this app as much as you want. This is an educational app or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. It's yeah, it seems seems that they've done a pretty good job with that. I haven't drilled into it or anything. Do you think if you so, ran a, a poll just for kids, uh, it would be the opposite? <laughs> That's the thing they're least excited for. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So my, my wife is always on my kids kids about their screen time and when, yeah. the, when they showed this feature i was thinking 
I'm not as strict about the screen time because I always figure it's going to figure itself. The kids will figure it it's themselves out. <laughs> but I don't know. You know, and I try to be the, the progressive dad. Yeah. You know, this is this is the way it is now, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <kind> of, <laughs> Deal with it, kids. <laughs> so my wife is kind of like on this lonely island and, <laughs> that I don't. I, I don't really say anything about their screen time. And I was like, oh, should I tell my wife about these features? Yeah. I, I think a significant <laughs> issue is that it's still, um, it you still only have the one Apple ID per right. device. So you can set a, you can set a child Apple ID account and put that on your iPad and you can control all the screen time stuff. They said from the parent account, but you can't share, still have a shared iPad with your kid's account and your account on it, where the right. kid's account has all the screen time stuff, yeah. like restrictions, and yours doesn't. Um, so I think that's still an issue. I, I, huh. Apple st- doesn't seem to be operating in, under that assumption that right. multiple people use one iPad right. and need different right. accounts. IPad, yeah. And uh, also, in my case, my my son doesn't have his own iCloud account. He uses yeah. mine. So, like, how's right. that going to work? Is it per de- is it by device or is it by account? It's by account, and you can so, set a child's. You could give okay. him his own account. And I'm going to have a child's guess, account yeah. and say okay. that's you know for. And and set restrictions on purchasing and stuff like that. And, and I assume um, family sharing or whatever that thing's called that all has to be turned on. And right. Yeah. And, I think yes. it's based on yeah. family sharing. So then, yeah. Then you have to give your kid an, an iCloud account, and that's exactly that it works yeah. that way. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I haven't dived into any of that stuff. So. Yeah. Mm. Perhaps we'll still be using it's... timers. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, some of the comments on the poll, the uh, user shank the tech. The tank was uh, very disappointed with a lack of meaningful Siri upgrades and essentially gave us an app to create macros without actually improving the core underlying intelligence. Um, well, that's and I, kind I kind of, of get their point. We'll, you know, we'll see. The Siri might be there's a couple of things on Apple's website that indicates that they have made it smarter and more knowledgeable. You know, we, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see once iOS 12 comes out. You know, because that that kind of stuff isn't like Apple's not going to demonstrate. Oh, it knows this now. Oh, it knows right. this now. Like it just kind of comes. So we'll see. Yeah, yep. they just mentioned a few new areas of you know, yeah, sports stuff and everything that you could ask it. But that's they're not going to. It's too much of an admission of of it having exactly. problems to go out there and <laughs> yeah, also talk right. about all the stuff. <laughs> right. Fixed. You know, I, so I was, I was thinking about, about yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, there's no way you can really demo that in a positive light. Like, right. like, like, you can see Craig Federighi going, remember how you could say this and it wouldn't work? <laughs> now you can say this and it'll work. You just exactly. can't demo that. It's so hard to demo. <laughs> and also I can see Apple seeing that, yeah, they don't, that while that is something that is much wanted and needed, they're just going to let that go and say, you know, people enjoy the improvements and we mm. don't have to showcase it. You yeah. know, it's been one of those, you know, Hidden, well, not necessarily hidden, but they're just it's in the background kind of thing. But Apple isn't scared to throw themselves under the bus, right? Usually, it's like when when a new thing comes out, they're just like, "Oh, that one, that last one, that that one sucked. This is the best ever," you know? Yeah, <laughs> they aren't afraid to do that. But the I guess the thing is with the, with the digital assistants, it's such a competitive 
Mm. You know, and it's 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 such a competitive groundswell uh, market yeah. now. And they even said at one point uh, during the demonstration that Siri was like the number one installed digital assistant. But with yeah, like, what, I mean, whatever. Right. They just sell more devices. And right. That's all, that's yeah, all that really is. All devices. Yeah. 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 So they're putting they like this about positive how many billions of requests it. they get, but that doesn't mean. I would like how many billions of requests does Google right. Assistant get? Like, right. I don't and know. also how many billions of requests are duplicate because she didn't understand you the first right. time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. I do think Siri shortcuts is going to be big. Like that's yeah. it, it already. It's useful in the sense that like, if there's just one thing that you do in an app that you just wish you could trigger with Siri, you could do that. But the shortcuts app is like that workflow app that they bought yeah. last year. Yeah. And they basically just took that workflow app they're, they're tweaking it up and they're making it um, and letting you do a custom Siri phrase to do like multiple things at once. And it's not just launching apps. It's like doing a specific thing within that app. Um, and yeah, I can, I mean, already I can see, a, I can think of a dozen things that I do every single day that I would make a Siri shortcut <laughs> if I could. So it'll, I assume all this will work with HomePod and you're watching all that. Like, it, it, like it's not I, just the iPhone. Uh, it's probably just the iPhone in the sense that like all these apps aren't running on your HomePod, right? But so, if you like, let, let's say you set up like they use that tile example, right? Like find my keys, like that. Like if you asked your HomePod, "Hey Siri, find my keys," like that, that'll work, I assume, right? It'll tap into the same system. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. It, it would need to communicate with your phone because it's not just talking to yeah. a thing right. in the cloud. It's literally right. running apps on your phone, right? Right. So. I I don't know if that that kind of thing would work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if if it doesn't, that's a that's a pretty big miss for HomePod. It wouldn't I mean, surprise would be, me uh, if it, it if wouldn't it surprise me either. Because yeah. not not just because of that, but because but it needs your HomePod needs your phone now for a lot of stuff. Like it's as long as it's on the same Wi-Fi network, it, like they speak to each other all the time. But if you, if I'm in my office and my phone's in the kitchen, yeah, and I say, uh, Hey Siri, where are my keys? Like it should it should be able to. Right. You know, answer me on the HomePod speaker. Yeah, and I'm I not saying it doesn't. I'm worried about is that there's, um, you'd have to separate out the things that will work without a screen versus the things that need your screen. Sure. Like you could, because you could, yeah. some of your shortcut stuff could be apps that pop up stuff on your screen, you know, uh, yeah. and that's, and maybe separating out all like the ones a, that do and don't. Yeah. And, and it's, this is open to developers to implement. So maybe there would be like a checkbox on their end to enable HomePod access and not, or not enable HomePod access. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would not be surprised if it just wasn't there because it's, there's too many cases where not having the screen suddenly, well, I got to go right. check my phone anyways to use yeah. this thing. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's the case, if it is an iPhone only thing, I just don't know if the adoption is going to be there. I mean, people, all right. So just speaking of myself, I use um, a home speaker for digital assistant, you know, in way more than I use my phone. I mean, right. it's not even close. Okay. So hmm. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, oh, what was I going to bring up? Well, uh, we, we do have a, a specific question from, from the, the chat on Twitter. There, uh, we have uh, Merle, Merle126. Uh, Asking, uh, is there anything new in the accessibility for iOS 12? Um, did they talk yeah, about I mean, they, they didn't really talk about it. There, there was a cool feature that was making the rounds yesterday that um, your AirPods are going to be able to be used as like a like a like a speaker, 
So you like you can put your phone next to the television and flip it into whatever mode, and it'll it'll pick up from the microphone and send the sound it hears to your AirPods. Yeah. So that's that's huh. kind of neat. If you they have, have if, that, if you're like they hearing have that now mode. for regular wired headphones. Yeah. And they're just they're just enabling that for for AirPods apparently. For AirPods. I forget what it's so called. It's it's alliterative. It's, yeah, it's, it's called something. Listen something. Interesting, huh? Um, but yeah, and it's it's to help for people who you can't hear somebody in a crowded space or something like that. You put your phone next to your. I mean, it's kind of like a, like a, a restaurant like an AirPod functioning as like a hearing aid. Wow. Yeah, a little bit. That's, That's sort of cool. a hearing aid. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Oh. I didn't. I didn't hear that about that feature. Oh, well, maybe you know. Uh, yeah, you know what else? But I, you know, I have some hearing issues, so I could. That that, that actually sounds like something I would be very. Kind of cool. For me. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. neat. So, um, also in response to the poll, there was uh, one person was uh, I want to say his name is at Bulig B E U H L I G. Actually, didn't respond to any of our uh, answer uh, offerings. He said that uh, they liked the idea that uh, password managers like 1Password and LastPass can be used across the OS, across iOS. And meaning yeah. that, like, there will be now an implementation in iOS 12 where, like, if you, when you have to enter a password, uh, third-party password managers will yeah. now be able to fill in that password, whereas now yep. you have to go out to the app, copy it, and paste it. Or use yeah, iCloud yeah. keychain. It yeah. works really well on my Android phone right now, so <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that, true. that API, yeah, that's that's something Android's had. And, and it, it'll also be able to, it'll fill in, uh, auto, it'll autofill um, two-factor authentication codes that get sent yeah. to you. Right, oh, which wow. Is, which is yeah, cool, too. Yeah, SMS, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you don't have to copy those and right. flip over. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some other forth. good stuff with, you know, um, the um, just iCloud Keychain will autofill passwords and stuff too, but yeah. um, it'll suggest, like, you can have it create passwords, like create yeah. a strong password for me, which is something password managers do a lot. Hmm. Um, and, and I think it'll, it'll alert you if, um, like, if you've used one like a bunch of times, it'll tell you, like, you've used this too many times. Yep. I think I read that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it'll also help you find passwords, which um, I, I don't know exactly how this works. But from what I've read, it's it's when you say, you know, oh, what's my password for this? You know, then what it does is uh, you have to use face ID or touch ID and then it pops you into keychain into where that password is so that you can see exactly what it was. It just directly yeah. takes you to that. So which that's, is, that's that's neat. That's almost like a like a password manager built into yeah. your phone yeah, yeah it's making icloud's keychain stuff much more like a real password manager right. and they've got an api for third-party password managers all the ones that you love yeah. to be able to tie in and do all the things that apple's own stuff can do so yeah all those things combined are really good i really like that yeah. three of them. Yeah. um brian schramm on replied on our twitter poll that the um uh, his favorite feature is the third-party navigation app support for CarPlay is what hey. he was yeah. waiting for. And that probably yeah, got too. just about as big a response as group <laughs> notifications during the event. When yeah. they showed on screen CarPlay, and then the next slide was Waze, and I believe and Google, it was Google, Google Maps. Maps. And yeah. people uh, were like, what? Was it Google Maps? I thought it was a, uh, sure. thought it was like a Chinese map. Or maybe it was a Chinese. You're right. So, but Waze was one of them. Waze was definitely one like, of them. Huh, and people yeah. were like, what? 
<laughs> it was like the whole room no just way. almost exploded about that. Now so we're gonna use yeah. CarPlay. <laughs> that's that's yeah. huge. Yeah. So then that's a big that, deal. That so. is a big deal. Yeah. I use CarPlay all the time. And <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, where I live, Apple Maps is really pretty good uh, yeah. for car navigation stuff. It's, it's still not great for like find Apple Google Maps is still way better about like finding businesses and stuff like that. But, huh. Yeah, the road stuff is it's okay, but I still love Waze way better. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait for Waze to. They'll have to update the apps for this to to happen, but yeah, right. I can't wait. I mean, based on that slide, it seems that they unless Apple just drew an icon on there, it seems like they've been working <laughs> with with Google to to or ways to uh, to to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they're working on it. It's just yeah. there's no new app update rolled out already. Yeah. Right. Uh, and over... Google has publicly said. We hey, we would love if if, yeah. if they if they do it, we would love to be there. So yeah. you know, I'm sure they're they're jumping on it as fast yeah. as they can. Uh, over on YouTube, uh, Talon Murphy Jr. says uh, they've noticed that Siri is smarter in beta. Uh, it'll show you your passwords if you ask for it, and it'll even turn the flashlight on uh, that they've been able to. <laughs> um, I think fla- flashlight is something you could do before anyway, right? Uh, okay. Hmm. It's so right. funny because I think you, you're right, but there are some other things that that Siri can't do. Yeah, that you know that you would think it could do. Like I was, like last week, I wanted Siri to send a text to the last person who called me because I knew it was their mobile phone, and Siri just could not understand what I was trying to do. <laughs> huh. It was just I was I kept saying like Siri. Start a text or send it. I, I, so many times I, in different ways, I would say, send a text to the last number that called me. And Siri just could not yeah. figure huh. out what the heck I was trying to do. Yeah, you need started. a name. So, right? I can't yeah. find last number that called you or, in your message. It was so many <laughs> different right. mistakes. And I was just like, eventually I just had to pull over. And I was like, <laughs> all right, you know. And so, but, um, but anyways, yeah. So a lot of iOS features that are coming out. Uh, this look everything is coming out in the fall. Typically, it comes out I think the end of October. I know, I, iOS is like right smack dab in the middle of September. Yeah, yeah like September 15th, or the fourteenth yeah. or something. Hmm. It's so. generally you know they have their their event in early September. It's always the right. I think it's something. It's something like it's always it's, the second Tuesday in September or something. But that's where they announce the new iPhones and Apple Watches and stuff. Right. Uh, and those usually ship late september and the ios drop is like a week before that like right. yeah, they have right. it's right. the event the pre-orders ios and then the shipping. right that's, that's and the new phones that's have the thing. new ios and, right. yeah that's they right. usually come with the new ios yeah. on it and then there's always some little update or something yeah as soon right. as you as soon as you fire right. it up yeah like a like a point one or something yeah fix yeah. all the all the bugs that they didn't get yeah <laughs> yeah when they were you know manufacturing over the previous months yeah you know <laughs> So uh, Mac OS is getting some new features. Yeah. But cool. I think... I dig, yeah. I dig the name, by the way. Mojave is the best one yet. Mojave is yeah. the best one. Yeah, so there was a leak like over the weekend before that uh, Stephen Trotton Smith, I believe. Is, is that, did I get his name correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, either Trotton or Troton. I'm not yeah. sure how to pronounce it. But yeah. He, he uh, 
found on Apple's servers, I think. He got some information. And mm. so he, I think he found the name Mojave and the dark mode and, and other things like that. And I was, I, I think he, he was running like Xcode or something. Like he, like right. he had, it wasn't yeah. just a name. Like he actually like put screenshots of the feature. Yeah. X mo- Xcode is it now has a dark mode. Uh, yeah. There was a video or something mm. that he, yeah. Right. Right. A that's short, was, a short right. video and it showed a dark mode X version right. of Xcode and some other stuff like, uh, the news app was in the icon doc and, and so on. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think dark modes obviously very cool. And I'm wondering, does this mean we're getting it on, on iOS yeah. next year? I hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, I, yeah, there's some lot, people in the chat saying they wish it. it, 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 came wish it was. Yeah. yeah on, my, on my phone, if dark modes available for an app, I use it. And I, not only because I like dark mode better, but also on the phone, you know, when you're using black, you're, you're, you're saving a little bit of battery life. Yeah. yeah. True LEDs. It's, yeah. Sure. yeah well, that, LEDs. I, I had that thought. Maybe it's going to be a uh, iPhone 10 or 11 feature and they, they're not showing it now, but they'll show it in September because it's OLED. It's a better for OLED than LCD. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But probably not. Probably next year. It's Pro- funny. I would, I would assume. Like, like 12.3 or something. Yeah. It's like, like to some people I, I've talked to, like dark, they don't get dark mode. It's like, what? It's it's kind of a geeky thing, you know, for people who sit in front of their computers a lot. You know, I, I would lo- I would love to have dark mode on my Mac. Um, yeah, and it, you always it, want you always want what you don't have. Right, <laughs> if we had dark mode. We'd we'd, we'd want light mode. So, uh, yeah, during a briefing, I uh, I had a briefing with Apple after the the event, and I asked them about. We were they were showing the dark mode, and I said, and I asked them if does that mean Final Cut and GarageBand and all those are are they going to get a light mode? And they just laughed at me. I know. Those guys, <laughs> that was the video editors don't want a light <laughs> mode. So, <laughs> but I just, yeah. So, um, but yeah, but. Um, well, you can change, actually, in Adobe Premiere, you can change uh, can you go the, back, the color. Yeah, you can go back. It, it's like yeah. a slider, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's different. So uh, do you use, are you, do you use dark mode in your, in your, uh, what do you think of dark mode as a video editor? Oh yeah, I, I would use it and even for like a. I mean, I, I, back in the day, I was a heavy aperture user. Oh, okay. uh, before I switched to Lightroom, yeah. and I killed it. Uh, but they, yeah, I, I would definitely use a dark mode. Uh, yeah. It's easier on the eyes for sure, and, yeah. and it can make things pop visually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a new there are some Finder enhancements. Uh, I, what is what is it called now? Is it grouped files? Oh, for the the desktop. Yeah, the desktop stacks. Stacks. Oh, stacks. That's what it is. Stacks. Desktop stacks. That what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So stacks. I, it that's yeah auto grouping by type, and then you can just click the stack and expand it. Right. I, I, my desktop. I can't stand to have extra stuff on my desktop. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't really impact me a lot, but. Yeah, I've seen some desktops out there where it's like, oh yes, holy, yes. it's oh, just covered yes. in icons, yeah. and those yes. people need stacks. No, <laughs> yes, yes, but, yeah, I, I agree with Jason. I mean, honestly, the, the the looking at the stacks will annoy me just as much as looking at anything else. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, I have nothing on my desktop. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't use my desktop that way. It's it the desktop is a temporary place, and I always clean it up. So, yeah. Um, so it's not a folder, right? It's it's essentially trying to do a smart grouping of all the, the kind, icons. Yeah. Exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just like takes, a, like a pile of icons. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it just takes your file types and puts them all into a, a stack. Yeah. By that file type, and then when you click on it, it just blows them back out, so you can 
grab it's like the uh, it's like the dock you know when you have the folders in the dock yeah like they're not like, they're not like folder they're kind of folders and they're not folders and you click them and they open and right they'll do yeah, them and then simil- very similar to that if you yeah. want to open it in a finder then it'll, it'll probably be a right click or something yeah hmm. uh, i'm i'm also looking forward to the continuity camera because i find that i have to especially because I have kids and I always have to fill out a form and they, mm-hmm. they bring the form home, but then they want me to like, whoever's giving the form the wants me to submit it digitally. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. that'll, that'll save well, then me. Why'd you send work. me a paper form? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why did you, <laughs> exactly. you have my email? Why did you guys send me yeah, a yeah. paper form? So, yeah. Maybe you should explain exactly what that is. Too. So yeah. Continuity camera essentially allows you to use your iPhone uh, as like kind of like a, as a, I don't want to say a, well, you can use it as sort of like a scanner. There's a, there's essentially, uh, I need, I need to get my brain. brain it's to, like your iPhone can be your webcam. if you Right. Want. Exactly. It's right. like your, your iPhone becomes an external camera for your Mac. Yeah, so, it's like it's like yeah. what it That's was. That's what on, I was trying to say. Watch, so it's like camera remote on, on on the watch, except that now it's on your Mac. Like yeah. your what you see over here is is going on to your Mac. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can do so things take like a picture with your phone, yeah. and it's on your Mac. Right. Not in, just in the Photos app, but like whatever app you're using. Yeah, that was pretty that cool. Calls for a camera. That was pretty cool. It'll it, it'll be good for filing expense reports. Oh right. goodness. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. So it's that kind of thing. So like if you need to get, you know, you do an expense report, you got to get a receipt in there. You can take yeah. a picture. It'll, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it, and it gets on your Mac. So and that's pretty cool. Uh, there's a redesigned app store. Uh, but the big thing that they talked about for the Mac, they gave a sneak peek of uh, what won't Marzip- be available Marzip- until next Marzipan, year? Rumored, yeah, Marzipan. which was the rumored mm-hmm. Marzipan. Oh, I project. love Marzipan. It's so good. So, <laughs> so for people unfamiliar, there there's been, as Apple was saying, there's been speculation for a while that Apple will merge iOS and macOS, and they were they actually addressed that. Craig Federighi addressed that specifically during the, the keynote. <laughs> And it and had a big that yeah, giant nose, right. a giant very, no, very large no. history of Apple's life. Right, no with a period, which I thought should be a no with an ellipsis. Should be no dot dot dot. <laughs> no but. but. Just so yeah. So they they emphasize that the two aren't going to merge, but Apple is working on tools that will allow developers to bring their Mac OS apps or iOS apps over to the Mac. Yeah. So uh, right now, there's two things. There's on Max, there's a, the set of tools you use for all of your integration, integration, interaction with your app. It's called AppKit, right? And it's on iOS. It's called UIKit. Hmm. And what they're just doing is they're taking the UIKit that stuff that makes sense. They're not going to do all your accelerometer right, right. and stuff, <laughs> but the stuff that makes sense, they're going to they're putting that on the Mac, and uh, altering it, upgrading it for things like physical keyboards and touchpads and mice yeah. pointers, uh, things like that, and resizable windows and that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's going to be UI kit. So if you're used to making iOS apps, you could take your uh, any Mac. I think any app that basically has an, an iPad view <laughs> would probably work pretty good on a Mac. Yeah. With with they say minimal adjustments. I guess it depends on how well you're your interface deals with right. like resizing and everything right. but huh. 
And that's what they're doing for. They're news adding the news app, stuff, yeah. the home app, um, and stocks. stocks and stuff. Those are basically they're taking their iOS apps with UIKit and making a Mac version and putting them on the Mac. So, yeah, during the keynote, I kept thinking, why do they keep talking about the stocks app? That's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Who, nobody is interested in the stocks app, and this is I why. I like the stocks app. So, I mean, it's a good, us, it's a good app. It. But is it the type? I was like, okay, the, the stocks app. People have a use for it, but is it the type of app that you highlight at a developers conference? I keep going. Why did he keep yeah, talking exactly. about it? Because they would talked about it at the iOS section, yeah. and then they talked about how it's coming to to macOS too. And I was like, yeah, iPad and Mac, and yeah. But yeah. this is why, because it's a demonstration exactly. of how. Yeah. These new it was one of those hiding, hiding in plain sight. Right, features. that's that's <laughs> what it was. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was probably like, oh, okay. But I was like, what? And I think, uh, I mean, like, I'm not excited about the stocks either. But I am genuinely excited about the news app on macOS because yeah. I think they Apple does a really good job of curated and somewhat customizable news um, in the news app. And I, but I, I'm often on my computer when I want to read the news. I don't want to have to pull up my phone for that. Yeah. And the home app um, also means that Siri on your Mac will now uh, uh, work with HomeKit. All your HomeKit right. stuff will work with Siri on the Mac, which is another sort of right. closing those holes of like, how come Siri does different stuff on different devices? You know, that addresses that to a large degree. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, this is this was a preview uh, you know, it probably won't get into. I'm sure there'll be more rumblings about it later in the year, and then mm-hmm. they'll, you know, talk a lot more in detail at next year's WWDC about about. This. So yeah, the developer first developer previews out now. Yeah. Uh, if you go to beta.apple.com, you can enroll your device to the public beta, which typically comes in a two or three weeks. You know, yeah. I would I would think with it in less than a month, the first public beta will roll out for these for these iOS and macOS and stuff. Yeah, um, uh, usually I, watch and TV are not part of it. Um, they haven't said specifically that it won't be, but they haven't been in the past. It's just Mac and iOS. Yeah, right. So watch. Um, go ahead. Yeah, what was that? Just, I think they do public beta on um, TV OS as well. Did they? Yeah, I don't remember. I, I know definitely, definitely not watch. I know that for sure, but maybe I'm wrong about tvOS. Yeah, tvOS 12 isn't adding a lot. Dolby yes, Atmos. Yes. Right. Uh, and there's they're doing a thing that most people aren't going to get to experience called zero sign-on, which is actually very <laughs> cool. Um, right now they have single sign-in, which is like if if you have, let's say, Comcast and for TV, and because you subscribe to all these TV channels, that gives you access to those apps like the FX Now app that requires you to sign in, you can put your sign-in information and then the supporting app will just sign you in once you put in your sign-in information. What they're doing now is they're saying like, well, if you have Comcast as your TV provider and it provides you all these apps, as long as your Apple TV is connected to your to the internet through your Comcast <laughs> account, then... Uh, you just don't do anything. It just signs it you just in. Signs you, you don't even have to put in your Comcast sign-in yeah. stuff. It just, it's just, they just work. That's nice. But it's only starting with uh, like Charter Spectrum, and then they right. promise more in the fall and stuff. You know, things like that. So that's, I don't know how quickly those things will roll out, but it would be nice 
for all of those TV station apps, NBC app and all these other things, not to ever even ask me to sign in. <laughs> don't worry about, I, I don't want to like sign in, but sign in more quickly. I just, I just want to work. If I can, yeah. if I can watch this on my cable box, I want to be able to watch it on my Apple TV. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there wasn't, you know, there was also what new aerials for, which I kept. Yeah. They look cool. Yeah, yeah they do. And the I, the IDing of them is nice because I'm always like, what is there? Where is that? And I like Google it. I try to figure out. Like I pick a spot and I like, what is the building with the cross on the top? And <laughs> so that'll be cool just to ask yeah. what it is. Yeah, you can just you just tap the pad and it pulls up yeah. the location of where is this aerial. And then they of took course. a bunch of aerials. Aerials are what they call those cool screen savers. Um, yeah. They took some from the International Space Station of oh, like Earth, and wow. those will be those will be really cool looking. Oh, that's yeah, cool. That looks nice. Uh, there were also some new watch OS features that came that were announced. Many of those seem very cool. I gotta admit. Like what? Uh, all right. So I, the most fun one is the walkie-talkie thing. Yes. <laughs> like that's there's a there's a walkie-talkie app where circa circa Nextel 2006. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nextel, but but the I was Apple jealous of that. Exact right place for that. It's yeah, and it's, I agree. It makes one-to-one push-to-talk conversations with an, a single individual yeah. where, you know, you, you, a get a big yellow, you get yeah. a big yellow button and you press it, <laughs> talk. And you say what you're going to say. Yeah, it's smarter than that digital touch stuff that no one ever used. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's smarter than that. It's easier. Um, it's, it's dead simple. And, and a lot of times, like, that's exactly, you don't want to have to phone call somebody right. or text and right. buzz their phone and stuff like that just to say, like, where are you? Right, right. <laughs> I'm in aisle yeah. three, you know, like exactly. that kind so of thing, right. It's going to be perfect for that kind of stuff, yeah. you know. Uh, and to Apple's credit, like, uh, not their, to their credit, but, like, it's going to be good for Apple because it's only for watches. <laughs> like, right. yeah. every, all your friends need Apple watches now. <laughs> well, actually, uh, yeah, some people in the chat were wondering, do you guys think it, it will extend out to the iPhone or even the Mac? Because uh, they want to mm-hmm. see it there, so. No, I don't. I mean, I don't think that kind of push to talk one one off thing just makes a lot of sense on those devices. The whole point of those of that kind of quick talk thing is not pulling out your phone or or your right. Mac. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think so. But I think it, that that's pretty cool. They're doing some cool stuff with better health things, better certain types of um, activities like uh, exercise activities, like running and stuff like that. It'll prompt you if you forget to start a workout yeah which and, or, or stop one which is nice. or stop one yeah so you yeah. you if you just start if you just go out and start running your phone will buzz and go oh you are you running start a workout yeah. you just tap it and and then it'll also give you credit for all the running you you've already done and then if you forget to stop it which i do all the time um, <laughs> yeah. as, after you that. stop running it'll be like hey <laughs> just stop working out and you can just hit the button and yeah. get it so those things like that there's yoga the siri the uh the siri face allowing third party um cards is awesome because i wanted that from the start i mean it's that's my favorite watch face and now that they're adding sports and stuff and now they're going to also let all the dirt all the developers kind of do little things on there too so it'll be way more useful yeah i'm kind of, kind of have like a steady stream of info. i'm worried about the siri watch face because I can't use it because it's obsessed with telling me when sunset is the we- <laughs> and it, that's tied to the weather app. So you can't turn that card that's off funny. without turning off the weather. And it, the top card is always like sunset at eight twenty four. I'm like, it's like, 10 I don't in the morning. Care. I don't care. <laughs> I won't care tonight. 
I never care when the sunset is <laughs> specifically, but I don't want to be, it would weather. be nice if you could swipe them away. And so yeah. we would learn, like, I don't want to see this anymore. Exactly. It's yeah. supposed to be smarter about yeah. learning the ones you want to see. But if it constantly has that as my top card, yeah, then I don't want to use the Siri app. And I never, <laughs> so I never do. And I, and it, turning that off requires turning off weather, which is something I always want on my watch. Hmm. So yeah, there's those, what's, what was the one? Oh, and the, the other thing that, um, I don't think this is live in the beta yet or anything. In fact, they pulled the beta down because it was bricking watches. Ooh. But uh, the you there's a thing where if you just raise your watch like this, um, for the people watching the video, if you just raise your watch like this, you can start saying Siri things without right. having right. to say, hey, Siri first. Oh, that's nice. Which also seems like to make a lot of sense as long as they're good about not triggering it just by your hands moving around. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, how are they going to know when you're like, all right, so you raise your thing to look at something mm -hmm. and then someone next to you says something, is, is theory going to pop up on your watch? Right. Or and wonder you know, if, if you're just looking at it to yeah. see the time and, and you talking happen to, to say, else. oh, I'm running late. Or if you're right. on the phone with someone, like, yeah. Right. It's, it's is theory going to think you're running right? Yeah. You're I'm, take that I'm, also, I'm interested to see how they handle all that. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it may be very specific about like, having maybe you have to hold it up a certain way or something i don't know or but maybe if they get it, like that right that'll be great because i can't maybe it, it listens in the background too but then then it's listening all the time it's always that's, the other, that, that's my other for hey siri yeah now it's saying that it's always listening so well maybe, i don't think it is maybe, I, they're saying specifically you've got a rate it's raised to listen which they used to have on phones and got rid of yeah so yeah yeah, I, I, yeah it's it's going to be really tricky to make that work only when you really want to talk to Siri. So I guess like if you raise your like you have to raise your wrist like high yeah, up to your mouth maybe up to your mouth know. yeah maybe. in that motion. How do they differentiate that from looking at from the time? looking at your time? Yeah. Right, that's my question. Yeah, they, they need a camera on it so they can really tell kinda, how how close they are. Sometimes you have to be real enthusiastic. There is a proximity sensor just to though. see the time. So maybe that's maybe it's part of the proximity sensor. I don't know. Did they say what, what watches? Uh, you'll you'll need for this, like yeah, uh, everything but the first. The, the Z series zero is um, is not. Right, they're done. Right. So your your ten thousand dollars solid gold Apple Watch is now <laughs> obsolete. <laughs> oh, that's it. Stuck on WatchOS four. Yeah. Oh, dang it. So uh, I don't know if there are certain features that are only for certain watches. It doesn't seem to be. They haven't said anything like yeah. that. Um. Well, I think all of those have no, no, no. It's not true. Some have, some don't have GPS, so I guess some of the, some of them wouldn't. Some of the running stuff wouldn't without GPS. I or thought that was just Series Zero. Connect, though. Connect, Does connect. that Series One even have GPS? Oh, maybe it does. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think that the issue is probably RAM or something. I think they doubled the RAM after Series Zero or something. Yeah, there's, there's, I'm sure a technical reason why. Yeah. Because they're really doing a good job of supporting older yeah. stuff for most of this. Like iOS 12 works on everything iOS 11 did, and they made a really big deal about improving performance, particularly on old devices. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. That was and one of the first things they talked about. It was, was yeah, the very first yeah. thing they talked about with big, big numbers about like twice as fast at doing this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that they're implementing, there's like a new way that the processor is going to be Working yeah, on your throttled events. up and down. Right, yeah. the way it throttles up and down and stuff. So, 
Speaking of which, I need to get my new iPhone 6S battery before I yeah, install I this later. Oh, yeah, get, <laughs> get that while it's this year yeah. while you get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get that done. Um, but Iowa, uh, Mac OS Mojave is cutting off some yeah. old Macs that's quite a high few, actually. Yeah. yeah. Basically, anything pre 2012, except yeah. for Mac Pros that uh, have metal capable right, GPUs. Right. They're basically requiring metal capable GPUs is what it looks like the real division is. But it was like it's like three years of Max versus High Sierra versus Mojave. It was, right. it was quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're still going back seven years. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's you know it's not. And if you can't upgrade to Mac OS Mojave, with the exception of things like the news app and stuff, the vast majority of Mac apps are still going to work on High Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you got one year when uh, the 32 bit even works for a whole nother year now. So, yeah, yeah everything, yeah, everything, everything will run fine. It's going to be the last OS that supports 32 bit yeah. Mac apps, which they've already done on iOS for what it's worth. Yeah. They've already killed 32 bit iOS apps. So, I don't think that's as big a deal as the, 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 the bigger issue with cutting off those old Macs is that Mojave is going to be required for all the apps that use UIKit. Right. And so there over time there is going to be this, you know, probably a groundswell of new Mac apps that just won't work on really old Macs. So Well, yeah, well we're probably looking at a year and a half to two years at least until the first uh, uh the first um what is it called Marzipan apps even show up. Yeah. So Do you think that long? I mean, I mean sure. it, it, they, they said it's a feature next year, which means developers will get it at WWDC next year, so it probably won't be until Mac OS. Oh, I thought it was in Xcode now. I, I saw some some tweets from developers who started to mess with stuff now. Oh, okay. So I think it's I think it's coming in Mojave. I think they're just starting with Apple's own apps is is the thing. So okay, you need the new Xcode. You'll need Mojave. Um, so you think they'll be showing up in Mojave at some point? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, but either way, you know. So why why was it a sneak peek and not a actual feature then? I don't know. <laughs> Marketing. <laughs> Maybe it's because they're not they, they're not done. Like there's okay. there's the more tools UI play. tools yeah. that they need to do before yeah. you can you can do it all. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. What Jason, you, you mentioned metal. One of the things that uh, happened at WWDC is that Apple is deprecating OpenCL. Which is Apple's OpenCL and OpenGL, yeah. Yeah, which is Apple's imp graphics implementation to put to make it uh, as broad broad a definition as possible. So, uh, which I th I saw a couple of people thought that was sort of a big deal, but I, I don't mm -hmm. know if it really is. I mean, there was a similar transition on Microsoft's side when they switched from oh no, I just blanked it. Is it DirectX to? I don't remember. You're the you're the yes PC gamer. Yeah, there's there wasn't really. I mean, at no point has Windows just said, "No, I mean, we're not doing OpenGL anymore." Yeah, you know. Um, so, I mean, deprecating doesn't mean it's gone. It means right. it's in there. It works. It's just not going to get any updates yeah. unless there's a super critical security update. Right. Uh, which is honestly, it's. Realistically, it's been deprecated for a while. Exactly. Apple yeah. has not done any meaningful development on OpenGL on the Mac for some time. Yeah. The drivers are have huge problems and stuff. I mean, it kind of is good to push people to metal, 
the issue is that there's some like small indie developers and stuff who want to make cross-platform apps yeah. and they choose OpenGL because it'll run on a Mac and it'll run on a, on Windows, yeah. but they still have to do all this separate coding anyways. That's just the graphics API part of it, yeah. you know, and then with all with Unity and Unreal and all these other third-party engines that people use now, that small developers use now, and those are already use different APIs on different platforms and stuff. I don't think it's going to be... Long term, I don't think it's going to be a huge deal, especially yeah. since your OpenGL app will still work on Mojave right. like it does on High Sierra. It's, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's like with a lot of things Apple does when they're, when they're phasing out old technology, they don't just cut it off. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to take a while, and you know, it'll be a couple generations before it's absolutely cut off. So, I, I right. mean, and, and it could have an impact on uh, us video uh, types, yeah. but you know, I, I haven't worked on a mac laptop in a while so i i don't know or or even a desktop so I, you know I, I don't know how if metal is integrated into things like premiere pro or not but you know uh yeah, yeah you know that's something I, I guess we'd have to test you know how is that versus right yeah i think all those guys have already moved over anyways for performance reasons right. mm-hmm. big 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 developers like that are going to be able to make the, the switch if they haven't already yeah it's really just going to impact smaller guys who need one graphics api that'll work on the Mac and on Windows. Hmm. So, just kind of to wrap this up, uh, there. Well, one on a down note, I guess I don't know. So there were no hardware announcements, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people were kind of disappointed because, for instance, I think a lot of people wanted to see MacBook Pro updates because their Apple has a new process or uh, Intel has new processors yeah. out. And we were yeah. kind of waiting for those processors to get implemented, and, and Apple hasn't done anything. I thought maybe they would do every once in a while, once Apple has an event and they unveil products, sometimes the next day or the next couple of days after, they'll the, mm-hmm. then do another release that mm-hmm. wasn't showcased during the event. Quiet, but, a stealth release. Right. And, and I thought yeah. maybe they would do that with the laptops, and they haven't. I, I think they'll like come that. sooner than later. I don't think, yeah. I don't think we'll be waiting until like September or October for new Macs, but. Um, I think Apple was very conscious that last year's WWDC was a little bit too mishmashy and muddled with yeah. the hardware and the software and the HomePod, and there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And I think they just said, oh, you know what? This is just software. Just for developers, we'll deal with the hardware right. later. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the software needed that kind of attention. So. I think so, too. Yeah. 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 So. Especially since their software story seemed to be pretty good this year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and, I don't think I don't think like uh, this this article Michael wrote this morning. I don't think there was a lot of stuff there that we we saw and said, "Oh, nobody's doing that. That's never right. been done before." Um, but but they checked a lot of boxes, saying like, "Oh, we yeah, we want that. We want that. That's yeah, good. Absolutely. That's yeah. going to help a lot." You know. Well, that that Apple Watch walkie-talkie feature. Uh, I can't think of another system that <laughs> that integrates that. That that's I, that made me jealous. Uh. <laughs> walkie-talkie. Yeah, walkie-talkie got a kind of a big reception too. So. Yeah, it's cool. I I still say I wish Apple would open Apple Watch up to Android. I think they I think it would be a huge a tremendous hit if mm-hmm. Android users could buy Apple watches. I really yeah. do. Same thing with AirPods too. I, you know. Well, they I mean you can they they yeah. they, they work they work with it. They, they're not as seamless. Yeah. But they work. Yeah, the they Apple work with any Bluetooth. Yeah. Headset. Apple Watch is basically just a a watch when you hook it up to an Android phone, there's nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it would be, you know, uh, even, even if it was just, just minimal interactivity with, um, the watch, 
I just think it would be, I think, I think it would be a good feature. And then there's, you know, things like this walkie talkie thing. I think Android users would respond to that. I oh do. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, was there a part of you Roman when they wheeled out that exercise bike that you maybe <laughs> thought that that was a new hardware announcement? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Apple's doing exercise equipment. Now? <laughs> so, that was pretty funny. And then I noticed I, I was watching the keynote again this morning or I was going through parts of it to, to pick up stuff that I thought I, I couldn't remember correctly. Uh, and I noticed that, and I hope I, this doesn't sound sexist, but like the women were wearing similar style jackets hmm. th- or like hmm. three or four of the women were So I was kind of like, you know, I know nothing about fashion, obviously. So, <laughs> but, but, you know, you're looking stylish, man. What you so, and like, and then I noticed like Tim Cook's, he, you know, he was wearing like a sweater, but you can kind of see his bicep. And I was like, oh, oh. Tim Cook's kind of pumping iron there. <laughs> so may, maybe so alluding to, equipment. yeah, maybe alluding to Apple getting into workout equipment. That, yeah, you know? So I think, I think you're watching a little too close. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but was was there anything that you were kind of hoping to see at WWD at the keynote that didn't happen? Uh, is there anything like that that you wish you would have seen at, at the keynote from you guys other than hardware, HomePod stuff? I want to see more HomePod stuff. I wanted to see um, two, well, two things. One, uh, an update to Apple Music. I was surprised that we didn't mm-hmm. get in. They didn't mention that at all because, yeah. for one, the interface could use help. <laughs> And for two, you know, Spotify is really making a major push here with their free tier and everything. And I just I thought maybe Apple would kind of you know, just do something with Apple Music, maybe a free tier, maybe or maybe just offer some extra things to people who who aren't paying. But there was nothing, so maybe that's maybe that's coming later. And yeah. also the video service, I thought we'd see something, maybe a trailer, maybe uh, you know something that says coming soon, Apple Video, blah blah. They know all those TV shows. So th- those are the two things I wanted to see that I did that I didn't. Yeah, of of the keynote. Uh, out of the whole keynote, the TV, oh, the TV, Apple TV section did feel kind of tacked on to me. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty. It was you know pretty I mean? weak. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it felt like they. Well, we have to say something about TV OS, yeah. right? Because it's I one mean, of our OSs. It's a big deal for the seventeen people who have receivers that can take advantage of it, right? But that's not a feature that ninety percent of people are going to care about. Yeah, and the rest of the stuff was, you know, the zero sign on. I'm still waiting for single sign on to come to my provider. So, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. So yeah, there's. I I think there's the bigger overhauls for their sort of video service and and maybe Apple Music and stuff. I think maybe that's we. I think we can probably expect that as a separate event. Maybe that's next maybe spring's event. Event, Maybe yeah. that's you know something. But yeah, this seems like that's still a ways off. There's no way that they launch these million TV shows that they're working on without an event. I agree with that. <laughs> I just thought, I thought maybe they'd show a trailer or something, just something yeah. just to kind of whet our appetite a little bit more. But right. yeah, no, I agree. I think it's definitely worthy yeah. of a full scale event. There's a lot. There's a lot there yeah. that they have to talk about. So maybe maybe September when the new all the new TV shows start. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I didn't expect they would do stuff other than the software things, but it would have been nice to see them. Um, I, I'm only half satisfied with the series stuff. Like you said, they're not going to come out there and talk about all the fixes that can really only be addressed as these are fixes because they don't want to admit there's a problem. (laughs) Um, so 
but there are a lot of things that need to work better. Um, on the other hand, I think series shortcuts is brilliant. That's something yeah. other assistants aren't doing, you know, this and, and workflow is a really cool app. So for them to, to take workflow and really make it all work with Siri like that, like, I think that's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to see, I want to see new MacBooks. I just don't think they're going to be ready yet. I want to see yeah. them get rid of the terrible keyboard. I hate the butterfly yeah. keyboard. I want to see them stop being, I mean, I'm glad they're into USB-C, but I think on a big MacBook Pro, people have USB-A stuff, yeah. mics and stuff that aren't getting the upgraded to USB-C and we need to be saved from dongle hell a little bit with a USB-A port or two, <laughs> you know, SD card slots, stuff like that. So I want all that stuff. I And I didn't realistically think it was coming I don't realistically think it's coming this year. I think MacBook Pro updates are just going to be eighth gen Intel processors and nothing else. Right. Um, so no, I, I think I think they might address the keyboard. We'll we'll see. I mean, I think it's I think it's enough of a groundswell that they're going to have to in I some think, way. I think they will quietly fix the problems that are causing class action lawsuits, but it's still <laughs> going to be the butterfly keyboard. They're just going to make it more reliable, and they're not okay. going to be quiet. But to make it a keyboard that has travel and stuff like the old keyboard and everything, a good keyboard again, that requires an entirely new shell design. Like you can't just stick a fatter keyboard right, in the shell right. they have. And I don't think that's coming this year. So okay. well, I, they, yeah, I don't they, think there's they, much is missing. I, I would have loved to see, like you would have loved to see a little teaser of the video stuff. I would have loved to see a little teaser of the Mac pro just a oh, silhouette yeah, or right. something. Of the I case. just think, I think we're too far away. I mean, yeah, I think probably. they, they kind of drew through water on that when they said it's not coming until 2019. The right. teaser now, I mean, now we're, we're eight, 10, 12 months away. Yeah, so, I think it's, but I agree. It would have been cool. Next WWDC's big. Yo, right. Absolutely. Nothing, Mythical yeah. creature, right. the Mac Pro. Right. You can, you, you can port your iOS apps over to Mac using the new Mac Pro. <laughs> that's, that's how it will work. So. Oh, actually, Jack, Jason, I'm kind of glad, glad you brought up uh, Siri shortcuts again because the one thing I would have liked to have seen is a more consumer-friendly tool to create a sh Siri shortcut. Yeah. Because while Automator is a cool tool, I think a lot of people, general users, even just see the icon and go, whoa, what is that? That's Yeah, you mean Workflow? The workflow app? Well, you can create custom Siri shortcuts using Automator and the Automator app. Uh, that's what I'm assuming, that you would use the Automator app to create them. Uh, they use yeah. It's a new app called Shortcuts. Did they show, uh, that I isn't, that isn't in the beta yet. It's drag and drop, and it's based on, um, it's based on the current app called Workflow that Apple purchased. Oh, okay, I'm, I totally missed that. Um, which is really pretty user-friendly, but it still needs... There's also all the Siri suggestions where apps can integrate with Siri to say, you do this, how about you make a Siri command for it? And that's, I think, going to be the critical thing for app developers to do if they want the normies, as we would say, to like yeah. <laughs> be able to, to use this feature. It's right. really going to require apps being good about going, you do this a lot. You want a Siri command for it? Right, Press this right. button. Okay. Yeah, I could see. I can definitely see people use like if it pops up saying oh yeah oh, sure i'll do that and then it takes you to the interface you type in what you want to say or you say yeah. what you want to say and that's it yeah 
opening the shortcuts app, I think people are going to just delete it or move it to a folder they never heard because they're not going to know what it is or even care, most people. Yeah, I think a lot of people won't unless Apple yeah. prompts them with that, yeah. you know. They always do their, like, getting started with iOS 12 and their little walkthroughs and stuff. And Yeah, I still think that. I don't think people even use Siri more than Siri set an alarm on my phone. I just don't think people are using it. <laughs> and a, a, a whole new app. What did they say? A... 30 billion requests. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so. All right, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. I think maybe I was trying something. to get my – because uh, connectivity during the keynote was, like, impossible, and maybe I was fiddling with that. That's mm. I need to – I totally missed that somehow. Mm. So to go back and watch that section. So, um, But I think that just about does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 608. Correct. 608 of these. <laughs> I haven't done 600 movies, <laughs> but Macworld has. So, um, like to thank Mike and Jason. Thanks, guys. Thanks for your hard work on the coverage. I really appreciate it. Yes. So you oh, guys yeah. did some really great work while I was yeah. sitting in an auditorium. Tons Lots. of stuff. Lots of stuff, <laughs> stuff coming too. You know. So Believe we me, got it was more easier stuff to coming. write from my living room than sitting next to someone in a little tiny seat. While I'm watching. Yes. <laughs> well, as like I said, we spent like the first 20 minutes or so trying to get trying to get connectivity like the oh. wi-fi wasn't working and then like i tried to tether and that wasn't working and then it was this weird thing where the only thing i could get con- con- connectivity to on my phone was slack like i couldn't get any <laughs> websites i, I tr- kept trying huh. to tweet and it wouldn't let me tweet huh. it was just like they, they blocked Apple it all that hasn't wired their auditorium with with hard connections at least for the press section. Yeah. Like other, oh, good point. I've been to a million press events uh, for you know yeah. Microsoft and everybody else. And, Google. You know the press section usually has like Google does this. Google does this at the Shoreline Amphitheater outdoors. They do. Yes. They yep. Do. They've yeah. got an e- couple of Ethernet jacks in yeah. each. For, they in, even for, had a USB. This year they had USB-C adapters with the Ethernet dongle. It was awesome. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just plug Ethernet into your computer, and then you don't have to worry about the wireless not working. So. Yeah. I mean, they had power strips throughout the. Exactly. The They're going to power strips, but there wasn't like Ethernet yeah. too. Just you know. It worked last year, and I don't know what. Mm. It did, so, mm. but anyways, um, yeah. So that. WWDC is continuing through the end of this week. You know, you have to be a developer to uh, attend. Uh, but we'll have more coverage for the rest of this week. Check our website for articles, a bunch of articles we got about iOS, macOS, tvOS, watchOS, and any other thing that Apple's talk- talked about. Uh, join us next week. Next week, we're actually going to be on Thursday. Oh. We have a schedule change because the video guys are a little busy <laughs> next week. So We are? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah, Dan who's not here asked if we He's could be here. on on Thursday right. instead. So we're going to be on <laughs> Thursday next week. Check our website for the exact time. I believe it'll be Thursday at 10 instead of Wednesday at 10. But uh we'll post that on the website when we'll actually be on. So next week we're a day I, later. Is it cuz E3 is messing everything up? I think it's because of E3 and then there's some other corporate thing that Dan has to work yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a, a corporate thing. So. Yeah. So it's a company thing. It's yeah. June is just full of conferences and yeah. stuff. Right. It's a it's a so, crowded month. Yeah. So but uh join us next week on Thursday. Uh again I will we'll post a time on the on, on the website. Uh 
check macworld.com for any other information about WWDC, the podcast. Uh, and let us know what you guys are thinking on Twitter and YouTube. So, again, see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.